This is Wrench Nation. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Wrench Nation Car Talk. All right, you wasted your time, you wasted your money. You went back into that garage, you went back into that dealership two or three times for the same problem. The check engine light doesn't want to go away at all. How'd it make you feel? Wrench Nation, Frank, Wally, and Bree in-house, we welcome you back. You know, that experience is almost like going to a dentist. You know, my wife went to the dentist something like seven times. Oh, man. And she was pissed after the second time. I bet. And so what I'm saying is many of you right now, you're driving, you're thinking about it. You just had an experience. You went in. The check engine light didn't go off after you paid a hefty sum of money. That is not good, people. No, and my AC is not working either. They did something. Well, it could be anything. Many of you have gotten frustrated. Many of you have literally run out of options and have given up. You've got that repair. You paid the money. It's still a problem, but you're fearful of going back in. Today's topic, you want to stick around. We're talking about the shade tree mechanic versus the automotive technician. The sophisticated training and technology that truly goes into fixing your ride at least the first time. Wouldn't you agree that'd be a good start? Yes, I would agree that'd be a good start. In fact, an auto technician nowadays needs to go to NASA school. Yeah, like we're sending up stuff in space, it seems like. And it always comes back. (laughs) We don't want it. Well, it's funny. Elon Musk had something to say about rockets. He said, you know, somebody asked him, hey, do I, do I, you know, what do you think about one-way trips to Mars? And Elon was like, well... As long as we get the rockets back, because they're expensive. (laughs) So you guys want to stay tuned. We've got a jam-packed show. Really cutting right through it to paint the picture for you guys to truly understand how you would summarize going in for your first time. How do I sum up whether this garage or dealership, for that matter, is truly going to fix our car, your car, my car? I've got to fix. Wally, you got any problems with your car today? Yes, as a matter of fact, like I said, that pesky check engine light keeps coming on, and now my AC quit working. All right, well, the original motorsports maniac, Wally Cahill, we can't have you running around like that. So we got a jam-packed show, and as always, you call in with your car care conundrums. This show is about you. We stomp the presses and help you, whether you need a second opinion on a large estimate, whether you do have a check engine light or a brake squeak, we are here for you, so please call or text 480-655-8870. And speaking of which, uh, we had a few case examples come through the garage, and we had a few questions uh, regarding uh, car repair and concerns. Uh, 2007 Toyota RAV4. I have some suspension issues going on and a couple of things um, related to that. One is just going over some bumps on the left front. I'm getting a, a knocking sound. Oh. Oh. Check the bushings. Might might be the bottom of your strut. Something's moving up and down that shouldn't be, and you're probably hearing metal on metal. Shock bushings, depending on the on the car and whether they use shocks or struts, a lot of times they do have those urethane bushings down there, and after a period of time, they do go bad. Yeah, kind of like uh, as we get older, man, we, we creak and rattle a little bit. Hey, Check I resemble all the- that remark. Hey, well, that's okay. I'm getting there with you. Just know that if you're catching this on the podcast or the replay anywhere, uh, you can text 313 
313-138-131. Text car fix one word to 313-131, and we'll help you. You know, look, that's the bottom line of the show. We're not perfect radio people, and perhaps we uh, can make mistakes there. But one thing we're not going to make a stake about that is helping you with your car care. That's why the show exists. And secondary, Wally, this is our moment of therapy. We meet together every week and have therapy with the people. I thought it was shots. <laughs> yeah, we all need <laughs> shots. But Well, all right. Some of you remember a classic, iconic TV series, uh, Charlie's Angels. We all love Charlie. Charlie would call. The angels would come. Well, how about that sophistication in a service bay? You all have possibly the Alexa. Alexa tell you everything. Some of you don't have it. You're thinking about it, but a lot of you are getting information from Alexa. Well, I'll tell you what. At last month's NADA, which is the Dealer Association show in Vegas, that's a big show, uh, Bosch, a huge worldwide, I mean, they're huge, multi-billion yes. dollar company. Yes. Uh, they announced the name of Charlie, which is like Alexa in the service base. Right on. It's a dude. Yeah, <laughs> I don't finally, know. Somebody, somebody's going to come out and say something about that. Well, why is it named Charlie? Well, Charlie will actually, service technician, will say to Charlie, Charlie, I have a powertrain 420 fault. What's next? And Charlie will reply, replace yakety suchety yakety yak. Now, I think that's crazy. Are they getting rid of the mechanic? I don't know. I don't think so. You, you know, you can you can talk about artificial intelligence. You can talk about anybody that was in the Navy, but you can't talk bad about your mechanic. No, you don't. <laughs> and as I always say, you better hug a mechanic. Uh, that was through Bosch. And, of course, Bosch is really uh, developing this uh, virtual service assistant, and they're looking for manufacturers. So we don't know who's going to pair up with Bosch. Pretty this... much anybody. Bosch is a big deal. If they if are. Bosch, if Bosch comes calling, you answer the phone. Yeah, so that's your news about uh, some Charlie Angel-type action in the service base. But, you know, speaking of getting a phone call in the middle of the night, whether it be from Charlie or somebody else, how about your, your car sitting in the garage, all tucked in for the night, you're up in bed, and all of a sudden the manufacturer now has access to it, and it's doing the latest update, just kind of like your phones do or like your computer does now too, except for now it's your car. So when you come out in the morning, your car has maybe a software update, Maybe if it's like the Hellcat that Dodge makes, maybe they accidentally turned it from 500 to 707 horse. Uh, but you never know until you hit the starter button what those changes are going to be. Oh, my goodness. I'd welcome. That's a 200 horsepower update in the middle of the night. I think I would enjoy that. Yeah, me too. You guys stay tuned. Listen, the F-35 Raptor fighter jet has 35 million lines of code. Your modern-day vehicle, over 100 million lines of code. Now, what does that mean? Well, it just means you better know who's under the hood. Stay tuned as we've got award-winning automotive instructors from Mesa Community College talking about the sophisticated training and technology right here on Wrench Nation. Stay tuned. Bolt-On Technologies Automotive Software Solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software Provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. This is Wrench Nation. Welcome back, guys. You guys can actually give us a call. We'd love that. Don't be fearful. Or you can text 
480-655-8870. Your car woes, brakes, squeaks, check engine lights. This show is for you. It's our show. We stop the presses to take care of you always. Now, we've come a long way. We've talked about all this fancy automotive technology and what's happening and the changes as it relates to you. You understand the frustration that you're having. You've been in there once, twice, three times, and the car's still not fixed. Well, we've come a long way. Let's cue up uh, what Mike Rowe has to say about how far we've come. Uh, here's, here's what I would suggest. And I said, I, you know, I, I don't have any money. Uh, but more importantly, I don't, I don't have any idea what I want to do. So while I figure that out, you know, I thought I'd go to a community college, at which point he says, well, that's way below your potential, and pointed to the poster that said, work smart, not hard. The thing about the poster wasn't just the bromide at the bottom. It was the image. On the left-hand side, you've got a college graduate, recently matriculated, cap and gown, sun setting behind him, looking like he owns the world in the future. Right. And next to him is a mechanic holding a wrench covered in grease or something worse looking down at the ground like he won the vocational consolation prize of all time. And, you know, that was a very specific PR campaign for college. Yeah, we've come a long way. That's a micro-interview with Nick Gillespie, Reason TV, back in 2013. This all speaks to if you ever think about, look, you're busy. Do you Should you even care? You just know that your car has a problem. And then you maybe you got a referral. Uh, maybe you've been going to a garage or dealer for a couple visits and things have been going okay. This show topic is really designed to arm you up that much more about the technology. How am I going to find out if this local mechanic garage or even the dealer can fix the car? This show is going to arm you up on some of the technology and training that a true blue automotive technician has to go through. And some of that, let's talk about the technology, Wally. That smart key. That smart key is just like a USB thumb drive in your pocket. You'd be surprised what information is inside that key fob. Yeah, and some of the high end, I thought I saw one of the Italian, I want to say maybe Lamborghini, it actually played, it had a digital screen. Yes, and yes. <laughs> well, it's like a smartwatch. Like all that in a little, you know. Or two, an iWatch, I guess. Or what, you know, what are they called? The Apple Watch. Apple Watch. There yeah. And you're listening. You're saying, well, you know, I, I've had a problem, maybe a no-start situation, and I thought maybe it was a battery in this little key fob, and it wasn't. And you took it in, and they trying to figure that out. Was it the problem in communication? Yeah, communication between the key fob and the car. The transponder. <laughs> that was the yeah. problem, yeah. You know, and, and uh, Wally, I know with your uh, illustrious history, you've gotten down with some turbochargers. You know, the technology behind turbochargers and direct fuel injection. For folks out there driving those gas engines that have that, that's another area of technology that they really need to be aware of. Yes, but it's still, your internal combustion motor still operates on air, fuel, and spark. Yeah. You know, so don't get too carried away with anything because the turbocharger is going to give you a little bit of extra air. The direct injection is going to give you a little bit of extra fuel. And both of those combined are going to give you extra power, and that's what I like about it. Yeah, you know, I think that's the very point. That four-stroke process still exists. It hasn't changed. But, boy, the technology that surrounds that as it relates to emissions and everything to get to the gas mileage, these CAFE standards, which yes. means they got to meet. Well, Federal. I don't know. The EPA is kind of taking a spanking on some of those regulations. So I'm liking that because it means I more don't know. horsepower. I will tell you, Donald Trump just got batted down. Did you see? Uh, it was recently in the, uh, I don't want to say it was the Supreme Court, but he was just batted down because Donald Trump was trying to reduce 
those standards to help the manufacturers out a little bit. Sure, sure. Now, a couple of weeks ago, we drove a car that had adjustable compression. That's, so that along with the turbocharger. So when you when the turbocharger wasn't making the boost down low, it bumped it from eight to fourteen to one compression and gave you the power that way. And that little four cylinder car, it boogied. Yeah, you guys know you've got uh, you listening, whether you're driving or perhaps catching this on the replay. Your car does what it needs to do. You accelerate, it's done. When the check engine light comes on, you're a bit frantic. But even more so when no one can figure out what's wrong with the car. We are talking technology. We've got guests from uh, Mesa Community College, those instructors that are in and out every day teaching this technology, giving you some insight about perhaps the way you can approach car repair next time you hit an automotive mechanic. But beforehand, we've got, who do we? we got Mr. J.B. Well, all right, we've got the JB, JB out of Pennsylvania, Bolt-On, Wiser Advisor. He brings us a challenge question, a true or false. JB, welcome to the show. You guys, thanks again for having me on board. I hope you enjoyed your new, maybe new intro music, a little laid-back action for you. That was pretty cool, man. I like that. Yeah, get you in the mood. So uh, our listeners, they're pretty educated. They have listened to 104 French Nation episodes, and you are going to challenge them with a question. What is the question? Okay, it's a true or false question, and it goes like this. The BMW Randall, or symbol, that has the blue and white field in the center of the badge represents the propeller of an airplane because BMW only originally built engines for airplanes before they built motorcycles and cars. True or false? All right, let's get it down to simplicity. The BMW symbol that everybody's familiar with. It's a blue and white field in the center of that badge. You're saying, does it, A, represent the propeller of an airplane because BMW originally built engines for airplanes before building? Before I'm confused. Motorcycles and cars. Yeah, yes, that's yeah, definitely it, right. Yeah, they, All right. They, they started out building airplane engines. So, oh, you gave the answer again. Well, but, it, huh? but ah, no, no, no. no li- it's listen a true to it. or so, false question. Yeah, so it's a true really or false. So I didn't say, yet. yeah, true or false. So if you look at it, it would simulate like a propeller back in the World War II days, All right. a spinning propeller. So that's what it's supposed to look like. Is that it, true or false? That's true or false, guys. Let's see how smart you are. You need to text right now safely. Don't be getting into an accident. 480-655-8870. And you probably want to know what your prize will be. Well, we've got a Steelman Pro headlamp. This thing is pretty cool. It's a $60 value. Perhaps you're doing a little uh, weekend project in the garage. It's got uh, LEDs. It's rated at 250 lumens. Text your answer. I'm going to have you repeat that, JB, please. Go ahead. All right. The BMW Roundel. Roundel. The symbol of BMW has a blue and white field in the center of the badge that represents the propeller of an airplane because... BMW originally built engines for airplanes before they were building motorcycles and cars. True or false? All right, there's your question. True or false? Text 480-655-8870. JB, hang tight. We want to bring our special guest that took a time uh, out of a busy day, busy week. Uh, we have some award-winning, and I say award-winning. We're going to get that uh, to that here in a minute. Automotive instructors from Mesa Community college let's get an applause action here for you guys we've got bryce bond and we have steve scroach out of the mesa community college automotive program 
Uh, you guys are rock stars. You're in the trenches every day teaching the latest technology. Welcome to the show. Folks are listening, and right. perhaps they, they just know that they just need to have their car fixed. They're going to check the Better Business Bureau. They see an A rating. Maybe a couple of folks at work said, hey, yeah, that garage is great. That dealer is great. But that one visit or two visits that there were frustrations that came about from not fixing the car right, my question to you, what is the cutting-edge technology maybe most mechanics are missing the boat on? Service is one. Oh, I like that. So, Boy, a lot of us get that wrong. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. Any Anytime we're looking at uh, talking with customers and we miss the mark and we've upset customers or we're not listening to customers, that's a huge profit margin right outside the door. Yeah, I mean, you guys know. I mean, that's a basic fundamental. I, I don't care how well anybody can fix anything. If they treat you poorly, you know, get on out of there. Your dollars are too precious. But back into the technical side, let's use that quiet killer, as I would call it. For many of our folks listening, the check engine light comes on and there are no symptoms. And it leads back to an evaporative emissions failure, just kind of quietly bugging them. Talk to us about the technology and training for that. So, uh, you know, back in 96 when they switched over to OB2, uh, at no point would you ever expect uh, your gas cap to make your check engine light come on, right? Or for that matter, fuel vapor. Who cared about fuel vapor? Right. We just, you know, back in the day, it used to go out, no problem. Now we seal that and we use it wisely, if we will. I love the smell of gas when you're pumping the gas. Yeah, Yeah, but you don't like it in your car (laughs) when you're driving. I don't know. Wally uh, may still like it in his car. Yeah, Yeah, I watched him walk into the building. I guarantee he does. Yeah, Yeah. but you were dancing. (laughs) You know, the thing is... uh, you guys listening, if we get back to basics, I'm sure many of you have had a code pull at your local parts house. And, you know, we've had dis- discussions about, you know, how basic a code pull is. But in many occasions, we see a lot of it in the garage. Uh, the fellow on the counter said, man, you need a gas cap. You got a large or gross emissions evap- evaporative leak. Now, we replaced the gas cap, and that is still a problem. And right. this was done by a professional mechanic. This can be frustrating because folks have to come back. Talk to us about that evaporative emissions system. What's going on there, and what are the tools needed to really fix that right so the folks can get an insight to that? Well, obviously, a smoker is something that's needed every time you work on the evaporative system. Uh, you know, if we got a gross leak or a small leak detection, I mean, it's like finding a needle in a haystack. So you've got to have to smoke the system and find out what's going on. But patience is another one. Most techs will just say, nope, it needs this, and we can do it because that's fixed on three other cars that I worked on, so let's just try that. But they won't take the time to smoke the system, raise it up, look it over, uh, figure out where it's coming from, if it's an O-ring or it's a hose or if it's, uh, you know, the gas tank itself is leaking somewhere. Yeah, I mean, there's purge valves, canister control valves, all kinds of stuff. But I I think you listening understand that, uh, again, I I try to treat this as, okay, great, Frank. I really don't need to know all about this heavy-duty stuff, but I beg to differ. I think you do. I think that you do need to have some insight because many of you are frustrated. You're going back and forth, spending time, and for that matter, money. And I chose the evaporative systems because for most mechanics, that can be frustrating. Let's face it. Even our Rockstar Master Certified. Guys, think about this. Your, Your plumbing at home moves liquid. We all know that. The plumbing of that evaporative system is moving the imaginary. We can't see fuel vapor, and that can be frustrating. 
Uh, we have some text. Bree, tell us what we've got going. Do we have any answers? JB, are you still on, buddy? All right, you're hanging with us. We have some texts. We have several texts. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, the lines kind of lit up. We got a couple of brand new texters in. Um, some of them are saying it's real. Others are saying false. The emblem represents Bavaria. And then somebody else is like, it does represent the propeller. True. All right. Well, many of you said true. I think the sentiment was true. So is true true? It's actually false. Oh, gosh. All right. Get us in the weeds, brother. Why, why are we false? <laughs> we just made a lot of people upset. What? Tell well, us the story. <laughs> uh, uh, Bree read the one, right one there where it's actually the barbarian flag that represents in the center of the symbol there. What happened was it's, um, after BMW started to grow, uh, they started having an advertising um, campaign that featured the center looking like a propeller, and that's where everybody gets that idea from. I see. All right. Well, we'll text back the winner, and thanks so much for participating, guys. Yeah, you guys rock. Uh, you know, we try to bring you some challenges. Some of you vented to us. You reached out on Facebook, Wrench Nation, there, and said, Frank, your show questions are too basic. JB, we thank you for keeping a nice little medley mix, and we're going to continue working on your promotional introduction music there. JB with the Bolton crew, the family, Bolton, the wiser advisor. Thank you, JB. Well, that was interesting. Yes. Everybody thought because of that marketing campaign many, many years ago, they thought it was a propeller. And no, it was just all about the flag. Man, you snagged me. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, that's true. But I can't remember where I heard that from. Advertising at its finest, right? I don't know. There's a story behind it all. Well, we've got the story. We've got the uh, automotive educators. I like to say award winning. You guys looked at me kind of funny. Bryce Bond and Steve <laughs> Scroach. Let's bring Steve on the mic. Steve, you've had a long day, and uh, I would just like to set this up that every day is a winning day, and this is why I call you guys award-winning. Ah, well, I would certainly agree with that. Success is always a great feeling. Yeah, many listening right now, that can relate to a code pull. Code pulls seem to make things easy until they've thrown a lot of parts at a vehicle. And, yes. And, and yes. then it's time to maybe take it to a professional. Yes, and, and that is part of our discussion in the shops that it is it, it reaches farther than just a code pull. You have to go and move and diagnose and really reach into what the problem is beyond what just superficial uh, title is on the on the code itself. Yeah, we always said that the code pull is kind of like the EKG tech, right? He yeah. gets the EKG. Yeah. And the cardiologist, the automotive technician, has to decipher that data. Yes. That's kind of how I would equate plain, it. Plain and simple. What's your day look like? Not only the youngsters over at Mesa Community College, but you have quite a few adult students. We, you know what? We have a really, really nice mix of, of student population um, and, and surprisingly varying background. I have had truly rocket scientists in my classroom. Wow. Uh, currently, I have an uh, ER physician attending in my beginning uh, engine performance class and a uh, very interesting man. Very interesting. He man. wants to work on his Corvette or something. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten that out of him yet, but I think so. Student loans is killing him. So now yeah. <laughs> you've been an educator for how many years? For, for 12 years. All right. Now the last uh, three to five years, you know, technology has been blazing away. You guys will agree that we're seeing more of this technology than we have in the last 50 years of, of the automobile, what challenges do you have currently in how receiving the technology, receiving the information? Are you seeing some more challenges with people comprehending what's happening with technology? 
Oh, I think that I think the level of difficulty for him has increased greatly um, because, you know, many of us were fortunate enough to start with systems that were very basic and through time have watched them develop. You know, they're walking into a system that's really quite advanced and will think for them. And to some extent, they're willing to let them think for them. Uh, the problem is that the student does have, doesn't have the opportunity to really interpret or, 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 as we would say, dive deep into it and fully understand. Um, and I think oftentimes we find ourselves a, as instructors wanting to go back a little farther into the basics uh, and then work our way forward so that they can comprehend. You know, we kind of we take it a little bit from um, the backyard level or the do-it-yourself level and then help them crawl forward till they're able to stand up and then start running on their own. And it, it's a situation where you have to encourage that the learning doesn't end today. Uh, they have to get out there and spend time above what happens in the classroom, uh, what happens when they become professionals. I, I'd hate to think of the amount of hours that, that you and I spend above and beyond just staying on top of current cha- uh, changes. Bryce Bond with Mesa Community College. Uh, we're going to get deeper into the Subaru program. I think that's important. You've got some phenomenal success happening with this partnership with Subaru. Folks listening right now, whether they drive a Subaru or are interested possibly in working on their Subaru, tell us about that program there. So Subaru partnered up with us, and uh, basically what they're doing is is they come in, they, they assessed our curriculum, they looked at it, and they said, you know what, this fits our area. So there's a level one, level two, and a level three. Now, we're not at a level three yet. We'll get there eventually. But a level one and level two is the same training that the Subaru guys at the dealership receive. So it's the exact same training because it's online. So students come in, they sign up. It's all free to them. Uh, once they go through the level one and level two, they're guaranteed, and Steve can kind of help uh, yeah, fill in some gaps, but they're uh, pretty much guaranteed a job at Subaru. I mean, I think that's amazing. Uh, Wally, we've had uh, the new car review recently, and we're all sharing mics so you know. Colorfully, we're just a bunch of guys in here. That's right. We're just hanging we're out. We're just hanging out. And one <laughs> one gal that's comfortably hanging behind a mic, and we're just kind of, so if you heard a little squeakage action of the mic, we do apologize, but, hey, it's real radio. Wally, you brought that Subaru in. It was like one out of, what, 200? Yeah, 500. 500. Yeah, yeah, the WRX STIRA, standing for record attempt, it, it was 310 horse versus the normal 305 horse. But I have a question, and you may or may not be able to answer it because I don't know system-wise what it was, but it was the vehicle dynamic control on it I couldn't seem to defeat. And I, I was down, I was doing some testing with it, and I was about 60, 70 miles an hour on a dirt road trying to throw it sideways, and it kept correcting, like auto-correcting it. Uh, and it's like, no, I want to slide and I want to power through the corner. And it felt like not only did a little bit of the throttle come away from it, but it almost felt like one of the front brakes, you know, systematically came on, like it would have been the right front brake on a right-hand sweeper to bring me back under control. Well, let's establish this vehicle dynamic control, possibly traction control on steroids. As we're going to break here in a little bit, Bryce, tell us uh, what was Wally doing other than possibly driving more than he should been on the. He should have stayed home. He can't. He, he can't fix it. He can't do it. He can't break the thing. It's a challenge that's just not winnable. Um, yes, he's right. The ABS is kicking on. They're they're lowering the RPMs. They're killing out fuel. They're doing everything possible to straighten up that car. 
anytime you want to. They're trying to wally proof it. <laughs> they wally proof it, clearly. Yeah, you can't break that one. That's technology. Speaking of technology, uh, we'll be back. We're going to dive in deeper to some of the training, you know, helping you guys understand the difference between a shade tree and a modern-day automotive technician. Stay tuned. Wrench Nation's coming back. Running a garage can be challenging, but we want to reduce the challenges, and we really don't need any rechecks or poor productivity in the back shop and certainly not being able to take care of our customers. I'm Frank with Wrench Nation. I'm here to talk to you about Monroe Shocks and Struts. When it comes to performance of struts, as it relates to suspension, we go with Monroe. High quality, value product, reduces comebacks, and gives our customers what they deserve. Quicker, safer, easier, the complete Monroe strut assembly is a win for productivity in our garage. Available for most popular passenger cars, light trucks, and SUV applications. A lot more productivity can happen in our garage while we're serving our customers, giving them the quality they deserve with a quick strut assembly by Monroe. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music. All that is car. This is Wrench Nation. Frank Lloyd's here. Our pleasure to have you guys back, Wrench Nation. And, of course, special guest Bryce Bond, uh, Steve Scroach. And, you know, we're talking about that automotive technology that truly exists. Some of you kind of can identify maybe you had some relationship with a code pull, right? We've all kind of code pulled, and it didn't fix it. Or you went into the garage, and there was a check engine light that wasn't fixed. We're talking about the technology and training. We have Mike Rowe. Queued up, and again, this was uh, from an interview back in 2013. Let's uh, hit uh, Mike Rowe. If we're lending money that ostensibly we don't have to kids who really have no hope of paying it back, mm -hmm. in order to train them for jobs that clearly don't exist, I might suggest that you know we've gone around the bend a little bit. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Currently, there's a huge demand. A lot of you are working two or three part-time jobs. Not sure. Maybe you're in and out of college, like university-like, and Things that got caught up with the cost of that tuition. Man. You can't discount community college. Absolutely not. I paid my way through community college by working at a local couple of different local radio stations. And if it hadn't been for my car, I mean, there's no way I would have been able to go from Apache Junction to Phoenix to Scottsdale to to my community college. That way I could get, you know, my education and be where I'm at today. Yeah. We got Bryce Bond and Steve Scroach from uh, Mesa Community College, award-winning automotive instructors. And you know that award winning was just labeled, people. This is a record for Wrench Nation. We just titled our first award winner right here on the show. We think every automotive education individual, faculty, especially the automotive, are all award winning. Welcome back, guys. We appreciate you uh, hanging with us on the show. Thank you. Bryce, you know, we, we talked a little bit about that Subaru and sort of the function. Sort of the computer saying, hey, we're not going to let you get into trouble. We've seen that for years. You tried to do it on your own. It ain't going to happen. That technology is fierce. Talk to us about some of the eyes and ears that are working for the average driver on a newer vehicle. Well, anytime you're looking at the lane correction. So, you know, for the listeners out there that were texting and driving a little bit ago for your... Uh, BMW commercial. Uh, Did the computer see that? Uh, yeah. yeah, so all the computers out there took over and brought them back into the correct lane, right? Yeah. Uh, our lane correction is something that uh, Wally was experiencing with uh, trying to uh, make the car do something it shouldn't do. Uh, but you also have to look at it. It's That's safety, right? We've built that in. That's from our government, from our standpoint of we don't want you know our loved ones hurt. 
but that is a safety scenario. You know, Wally, you mention this all the time, and I, you know, many of our listeners, including myself, man, I hear you speak, and it comes from this level of common sense, people. We've come to a place where we need computers to handle our common sense? I don't think so. Not really. You know, I mean, when you when you look at something, I taught my daughter this growing up, risk versus reward to start with. So take a look at that. If it's anything, you know, that might be risky, is there a reward to it? Or are you just being a fool? Well, listen, many of our folks right now, let's just face it, the texting and driving. Yes. I mean, there's there's laws on the books, but it's like jaywalking. A lot of us know we can get away with it, and we're we're sort of psychologically we're hooked. We do it. We do it. And Apple CarPlay and the Android, it does it through the vehicle. You can do it voice wise, so you don't have to text. We've we've enabled people to text and do things wrong. And now we've created the problem, and now we've created the Band-Aid fix. Yeah, we're going to get you. Wally Cahill's going to have our new car review in just a little bit, so stick around. Technology's just blazing away. And we talked a little bit about maybe what's the difference in sort of the mindset of a student, younger or older, today than years ago. Do you find the attention of a student, going back compared to maybe 10 years ago, Pattern failure diagnosis may be, engineers may recognize that, you know what, we can't have the attention span of even an average technician. So maybe there's pattern failures we can give them, like an emergency room doc. They get into that big book, there were 100 cases of the left kneecap causing that pain right in the middle of that leg. Do you find that pattern failures, are we getting too comfortable as technicians, which in the end may cause a problem for the consumer. Well, I Yeah, absolutely. Um, pattern failures, I think we get hooked into our favorite repair, quote-unquote, and we want to reach for that first and foremost because we're comfortable with it. Um, I, I find a lot of the younger guys want to reach for that quick, easy hit, so to speak, um, hit the Google, do the quickest top search, and find out that this problem is the vehicle. Or, or that area of the vehicle is what's failed, and they want to just recommend it with no testing, no diagnosis, which is really barely one step above doing a code pull somewhere. Well, I'll know? tell you, in our garage, and I think I can speak for a lot of, you know, I don't like to, I'm not going to say great award-winning small business of the year. I mean, those are some accolades that we have, and many of you listen. We have a lot of garage owners uh, perhaps catching this on the replay or another station. One thing that we don't want to get caught in, and it goes back Bryce, you said this early on. Technology can only do so much, but boy, have your act together when it comes to treating people right, that consumer experience. In order to get to a fair, just consumer experience where folks are spending money to fix their problems on their cars, we have a policy. There ain't no pattern failures. We have to test for faults. And you listening right now, when you go into a garage, I always say to interview that mechanic like you would your daughter's first date. One of the questions is, when you're estimating repairs, are you testing to come to a fault? Ask that question. Are you testing to arrive to the fault that I'm going to pay for? Bryce, you're chomping at the bits. Talk to me on this. So um, <clears throat> there's something that uh, both Steve and I do when we start talking about diagnosis and 
uh, and I won't mention the uh, retail uh, parts the part or parts uh, retailer that uh, does this all the time, but we know the common failures as far as a check engine light goes on, and you get the code for you know uh, cat efficiency, right? What's the first thing that this place does? You need O2 sensors. You need O2 sensors. And then they're selling them O2 sensors. They're putting them in. It's not taking care of the issue. Uh, it's all the time. You need to diagnose. You need to diagnose. You need to diagnose. If it looks too easy. you got to test it. you got to test it. You know, come on, guys. Let's get back to basics. Think about your visit with the doctor. Don't change that. Think that way. Think I'm going in. They're going to an x-ray. They're going to tell me this is the plan of attack. Because the proof was in the x-ray, the test. We didn't guess. We didn't even just take blood pressure and figure out your problem. It's the same with your car repair experience. It is important that you know this. Even the best mechanics, dealer or aftermarket, independent garages can have a bad day. But know when you come in, you need to verify it. That process, like you would with a doctor. Hey, did you test for faults? Don't leave it at a code poll. Wally, we got a new car review. We have to, you know, we were going to kind of keep going with that, but this new car review is pretty fascinating, interesting, and I think going to affect a few people that may be in the market for a new vehicle. Absolutely. And we're, like, reaching out into the 2019 Ram 15 Bighorn Sport Crew Cab 4x4. So let's start off with the fact it was Delmonico Red. Now, mostly I'd call it maroon. Deluxe cloth interior, a really nice cloth interior. And most people go, gee, I want the leather. It's like, well, maybe you do, maybe you won't. You know, I mean, in the summertime around here, it gets a little warm. Uh, so leather isn't always a thing. Now, down to the meat and potatoes, this is the part I like. 5.7 liter Hemi making 395 horse. Oh, about time. About foot. time. Yeah, I got to clap on that because some of you have been listening. You like the new car review, but we've been giving you these little four cylinders, these, and you're bringing the V8 in house today. Arr, arr, arr. Yeah, that's right. You know, nothing like a Hemi when it comes down to it. Now, granted, this isn't the big 426 Hemi of days gone by, but it's still a Hemi. It still sounds good. It's still a V8. And it still gets only 21 miles per gallon, no matter what you do to it. I'm telling you, you know what kind of standards? You just It's a trade-off. You want that big daddy V8, you're not going to be getting the 30 MPG+. plus. You know, they were trying, though. They put an 8-speed transmission in there. And I would think, you know, that the couple first and second gear would be low enough that you could tow just about anything with. And seventh and eighth would be so high you could get a million miles per gallon. But it's come down to the fact that it's physics, and it takes so much air and so much fuel to make so much power, and you just can't get away from physics. All right. A lot of you driving trucks out there. Some of you got 15, 18, 20 years behind a truck. You may be looking for a truck. Wally, who would enjoy this truck and how much? Okay. Now, let's talk about how much first because that may or may not curb your enjoyment. (laughs) (laughs) MSRP, $41,895 as tested the new sport crew cab, the Bighorn, a whopping $49,560. But I shopped around. I love there it. There is a Ram specific, meaning just trucks, in Tempe, in the Tempe Autoplex, that handles nothing but Dodge trucks or Ram trucks. They've renamed their brand now. Thank you, Fiat. Um, 
But no, but, really, thank you. You separated a truck. Right. That's what we wanted. And we wanted to know it was a Ram. I don't want to have any truck association with a Chrysler Sebring. No, 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 not at all. It's a Ram. It's a big horn, and you mess with the Ram, and you get the horn. <laughs> <laughs> Had to pull that one back a little bit there. Uh, but, but yeah, the Tempe Autoplex, I-10, and Elliott, get on down there, check out their selection. They're 2019s, but they got 50 of them laying right on the lot. Man, it was awesome. It's nice to have a truck on for exchange. That's your new car review. Of course, don't forget, you catch Mr. Wally Cahill, AZ Family, every Sunday doing the new car review. Folks, stay tuned. We got Greg Buckley chiming in on some really important technical topics that you'd really want to know, and that's all to do with the HVAC systems. How hot or cold your air is going to blow has to do with technology. Stick around. Over 150 million of us right now, we live in communities that don't meet federal air standards. Most of you can agree. If you're in Bakersfield, Fresno, Los Angeles, Pittsburgh, the air is crap. So I wanted to remind you guys, coming into spring, got to change that cabin air filter, especially if you're asthmatic. That cabin air filter is the front line for all that nasty pollen that may enter your ride. So check the cabin air filter as a reminder. Nation Car Talk. You guys rock. You mechanical maniacs. Uh, we appreciate you hanging with us. But we're always learning things. We're trying to make things better for you guys. That's what it's about. You guys can relate to that. Welcome back. Your Car Talk. Want to talk to all my podcast replayers, or perhaps you're listening to this on another station. Please text your car problems to 313-131. Text car fix 313-131. I don't want you to think that we left you guys out. And certainly get on the Wrench Nation Facebook. You can uh, get on there with any car care questions. We're back with you. You know, technology and tools and training. Uh, Bryce Bond and Steve Scroach with Mesa Community College. Tell us, where can we find you? I'm interested in training as an automotive technician. So you're going to find us on the web at www.mesacc.edu and then keyword search automotive. It'll take you to direct information, how to contact me directly. Uh, phone number, email. Email is always the best. Um, we are located at 1833 West Southern Avenue and happy to come give you a tour. That's here in Mesa. And uh, reach out. Love to show you our facility and uh, talk about what we can teach you. Yeah, Bryce Bond, what, you've got something coming up. Tell the folks. So we've got a uh, what we call the Arizona High School Auto Challenge that's coming up. We've got 10 high schools throughout the um, state of Arizona. And it is what we used to call the Ford AAA competition. Well, Ford AAA disbanded in 2015. We took it over, at least for Arizona. And uh, we've been running it for the last three years. And this year, it's uh, going to be at uh, Gateway Community College, uh, 108 North 40th Street. Uh, actually, this Friday, we're running our high school challenge. Um, we have this teacher strike going on, but they got special permission to be there. Not All automotive instructors. No, automotive instructors no. like fixing cars at 1 in the morning. We don't strike. We get the job done. Absolutely. And they're well, all, they're and I say that in out. respect. I know there's a lot of dynamic there. Hey, guys, thank you so much for spending time with your busy day. Uh, automotive Mesa Community College, Steve Scroach and uh, Bryce Bond, thank you so much for joining us. We've got Mr. Greg Buckley. Is he hanging with us? Is he here? Uh, I'm here. I'm well, we're going to surprise you because we got rid of the hand music. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> and we're working on some of your new stuff. 
Oh, baby. Oh, baby. I mean, I, I must be reaching a VIP status. Well, we're trying. I mean, you know, we're talking to corporate and all those people at hand, and we got a few minutes left. And I wanted to touch upon before uh, we broke away last segment. Talk to me about the HVAC system. Many of our people have been frustrated. The passenger vent works, and the driver's side vent doesn't work. And maybe they're driving a Chrysler, not realizing there's a controlled area network with modules all com- you know kind of communicating. You can't code pull that one. Talk to us about the nah, technology. You, you've got to be able to, I mean, the, the, the systems today are just so complicated. And when you're trying to work with dual zone, you know, you've got to get into the networks to look to see what's going on and actually try and look for either we maybe got a bad blend door. Well, let's break it down uh, real quick. Folks are listening. My passenger vent doesn't work as well as my drivers. You, the mechanic, how are you going to address the starting process of testing? What does that language sound like? So that we can get folks armed up, so they can understand well, first, what to expect. We first we got to measure how much pressure. We go through the basics. How's the system performing? Right. We go from there. We we want to do the basics, looking for leaks. We want to make sure we have a full charge, and then we want to get into if it's a controller issue. We want to look at the uh, the actual electronics portion of it to see if we are functioning. Uh, then you got to check your blend doors. you got to look to see if they're actually operating. So what you're telling so me is there's a series of tests. Yeah, it's a huge series of tests. I mean, you're not going to just throw – you're not going on to YouTube? No. No, you're not going to YouTube, and you're not going to a parts store, and you're not going to get a code read, and you're not going to do any of that. You're going to have to do some hardcore testing, like uh, Bryce was saying. It's diag, diag, diag. Diagnosis, testing. Now, let me ask you, is it yeah. impossible as a consumer? Can I ask you, Greg – Greg, after you estimate, will that fix my problem? Is that impl- can I ask that question? You can ask that question. Yes, you know, and that's the purpose of why we're charging you the testing fees, so that we want to be accurate and we want to, we want to be right the first time. No surprises you know, twice, is what we're talking measure about. Twice measure tight, twice cut once. Greg, we hope you're back with us next week, and like you do every week, we appreciate you spending time. I know it's a little late out there. Wilmington, Delaware, <laughs> Mr. Greg Buckley, Buckley's Auto Care. We are always grateful that you uh, stop by and contribute oh, man, to the show. It, brother. Guys. Thank you so much. All right, man. Take care. Have a great evening. Well, all right. That's your Wrench Nation. You guys, uh, if you caught this on the podcast or another station, remember, text any car problems. We're here for you, man. That's the aim of the show. We want to help as many people out. Text car fix 313 131. Car fix to 313 131. And by the way, we love you guys. Give us some love. iTunes, give us a comment, a thumbs up. Hey, if it's a thumbs down, we always want to get better. You know, we're all a family up in here. We appreciate you listening every week. And as I say every week, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic. <laughs>